0: Welcome to Wise Words from a Stubborn Man, a podcast where I dissect and discuss things from the perspective of one man, me, Sahaku. If you're easily offended or get upset at another person's opinion, this isn't the platform for you. I won't ever say I'm the best at any of the things I plan to talk about. I'm just a guy with an opinion. So let's get to it. Ah. Uh... We back baby We back baby I know y'all have anticipated this for a long time You said Hey hey, yo nigga where's the pod From all the messages I've got Calling me a hoe ass nigga Your boy is back Your boy is back Don't know how I, I don't know for how long But I am back I am back. In fact, I have three to four episodes lined up. So you'll at least see me throughout March and April. I I guarantee it. I guarantee it. But that is beside the point. The point is, if you're still here, you, you followed the pod now into 2024. And that means you can't fucking give up on me yet. You can't fucking give up on me at all. You're committed. You're you're in this relationship. You're part of the fandom. You're you're part of the side. (laughs) I'm still working on the name. And before we get into this illustrious episode, like I said, you're still here. So what I need you to do, I need you to. To like, rate, review Leave a comment Follow the programming Share it with a friend Share it with your boo Share it with um, Share it with your parents Share it with that thick ass aunt I know a lot of you got <sighs> Shout out to all the bottom heavy aunts out there And just, you know Just keep showing love Keep supporting your boy like you've been supporting I looked at my analytics from last year and I was startled. International international Sahas is just is fucking back at it. Ranting and raving, doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? They listen to your boy in Belgium. They eat waffles and listen to my shit. You, We are not the same. Russell voice. So before we get into this episode, you know what we got to do? Something I ain't done in a long ass time. We're going to break bread. Yeah, buddy, we're gonna break bread, and what I have is symbolic of what the year's gonna be, you know what I'm saying? A whole lot of brown with that good shit in the middle. Yeah, we gonna bang this motherfucker oatmeal cream pan. Something I also plan on doing this year. Your boy's trying to have kids in the next couple of years, I'm... I'm dating to Mary for sure, but I'm splashing something. But it's time to break bread. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Damn, that's fire. <coughs> I almost died for it, but God damn, that's fire. Sean. You see the name of the episode? The protagonist. Some of you may be wondering, what the fuck is he talking about? Bro, you've been gone for so long. We don't wanna hear your shit, bro. Just get to it. What the fuck is the episode about? Well, this episode is something that's been sitting on me heavy. Cause I know y'all probably was like, hey yo man, what the fuck have you been doing? I'm sorry. Sorry you guys, I haven't given you guys a pod for at least 6 to 7 months. I do apologize for that. Technically it's 5, last one was in August, it's February now. But that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. We're not going to get into the semantics of it. Because you're here for the fucking episode. And I want to give a couple disclaimers. First a disclaimer. If you don't like God of War... Batman or comic book references You gonna think I'm corny Quite possibly You you might quite possibly think I'm corny I promise you this shit is the coolest shit in the world How I'm gonna use it It's gonna make sense when I use it But also I fucking like the, The fucking things that I named And could care less About how you feel Second disclaimer, suck my dick if you feel away. Because we're on that type of time in 2024. It's that mamba year. Kareem year for me. And oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <sighs> what a goddamn year I've had. In fact, I would say, I had quite possibly the loneliest year I think I've ever lived. Somebody might be like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about, nigga? How you have the loneliest year? Yeah, bro, I had the loneliest year. See, a couple of things I've come across this year is... Certain feelings of nihilism. And which people who don't know what nihilism is. Nihilism is the belief that nothing really matters. Nihilism is a lie. I only felt it. Because like I said. It was one of the loneliest years of my goddamn life. In fact. I got to revisit a lot of movies that really hit me in the goddamn chest. Really some thought-provoking movies. One of which is Tenet. If you've never seen Tenet, I like Tenet. It's a Christopher Nolan movie. I'm a fucking uh, movie buff, a film nerd, whatever you like to call it. I enjoy movies. Christopher Nolan is one of my favorite directors. Anything he drops, I'm seeing it day one. Tenant is about this guy whose name is the protagonist. He gets recruited by this organization. This organization works with how could you say time. And not time in the ordinary sense they work with regular time and inverted time. And in that movie the main bad guy. His name is Sater. He has this. Expressed feeling of nihilism. And you know what this asshole decides to do. You know what his plan is. I'm going to. Set off a bomb in the motherfucking past. Or an inverted bomb. And I'm fucking taking everything with me. It's all gonna go. It's all gonna go. Now you know. I'm sitting there and I'm watching that nigga in that movie. And I'm like, yo, this nigga, he lost his purpose. He lost all of the, the nigga became a villain because he just felt like nothing mattered. So he said, yo, I'm going to fuck up everybody's day. And that's how some of these niggas operate. That's how I've operated sometimes. And that got me to thinking about some other shit. That got the ball rolling. That got the the motherfucking ball was rolling from there. I ended up playing God of War Valhalla. For anybody who's never played God of War on PS4, PS5, God of War 2018, God of War Ragnarok, or Valhalla, you're missing out on... Great storytelling. Great character development. And that game begs the question of, can you change your nature? You feel me? Can you change your nature? That is the thing. There's a part of the game where Kratos and Freya They go to see the Norns, a.k.a. the Fates of the North, you know what I'm saying, Pantheon, or whatever the fuck you call it, and as they're pulling up on them, weird shit is happening to them, super weird shit is happening to them, you got... Fucking old enemies popping up. These niggas are going into these dream-like sequences. And fucking... What the fuck did I just say? Sequences? Is? They go into these dream-like sequences. While the Norns is like... Spitting bars. They running down these niggas' history. You know what I'm saying? they, Kratos, destroyer of worlds. I'm like, God damn. Spitting them bars on them niggas. Then when they finally get to the Norns, these... NGO, rag ass old-ass hags is reading these niggas for filth. And they're telling them it is in your nature to do these things. And because you refuse to change your nature, we seem like we can read the future because you're so predictable. You're doing what you've always done. So then, bow. That happens. Fast forward. One of the best scenes of the entire fucking game. I get... It hit me in the feels because the shit is so powerful every time I watch it or play it. There's a scene where Kratos and one of the dwarfs, Brock, they're going to this forge because they need to fucking build a weapon that can kill a motherfucking god. And you're thinking like, God damn, G. We're, we're filling the prophecy. And as they're going there, something happens. This nigga Brock gets mad, gets upset. This nigga Kratos goes, oh, hey, man. This weapon needs a blessing. Brock goes, the motherfucker who gave the blessings just dipped off. Kratos go, yo, it needs the blessings of a great blacksmith. And Brock goes, I ain't got all my shit together, man. The blessing wouldn't mean shit. Then Kratos says, one of the coldest lines you can say, whoever the fuck thought to write it, you're a fucking genius. He says, it is the nature of a thing that matters and not his form. I saw this nigga spitting. This nigga spitting. Then Brock come back. He give it the blessing. That nigga says, "May this weapon strike true. May it be wielded with wisdom. May it be put down when its job is finished." I said, "Oh, these niggas. These niggas are cooking. They're cooking." The nature of a thing. Yaya bay The root of a thing. And. While I'm going through all these transformative things. I want you guys to understand. I am. Lonely as shit. You know why I'm lonely as shit? Because self-improvement. Requires solitude. Requires isolation. It requires you to put shit to the side. Sit with yourself. And let all the shit you don't deal with come to the forefront. Because then you got to deal with it. You get it now? I named this the protagonist because on this journey of mine, I have discovered that boy, oh boy, oh boy. When you're the protagonist, when you're the person in the forefront of your own life... You do get to choose how you write it. You do get to choose how you live it. You do get to choose how you go through it. And as I've always stated, my pop said it. Life is cruel, but it's fair. The journey itself sucks. I will let you niggas know that my 2023 kind of trash. Tired all the fucking time doing work that I don't fucking understand in an accelerated program where I got to pick it the fuck up. I have where I, I just had to muster a lot of shit. Yeah, there were bright spots here and there, but boy, oh boy, was it a lonely road. Then on top of that, man, it's, it's just lonely being a man, being a man, focusing on yourself and Oh, my God. That was some of the, like. Boy, was it tough. Or was it tough? Like, you, you genuinely get punched in this shit a lot. So much. That shit was hurting. That shit was whooping my ass to the point where. Not that I was sad, nigga. I was just like, if I could have a couple days off from this shit, <laughs> if I could have a couple days off from this shit, it would be fucking lovely. Nope. Life was right there. Oh, you want a couple days off? What? Hey, how about how about this? How about we add another book to that shit? Remember Drumline when them niggas was in the rain? In the squats? Boom. Boom. <laughs> Ooh, That's how I felt, bro, all last year I was getting my ass whipped Getting my ass whipped But the greater thing is I made it through I made it through that shit I am more hopeful than I've ever been. I tolerate less shit because I could so easily walk away from so much shit. Because I learned about myself. You know what I learned about myself? I'm a procrastinator. Oh yeah 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 go we. Oh Fucking week, boy! Can I? I can procrastinate with the best of them. You know, I had a class one of my college, one of my classes for 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 my coursework, my college coursework. Uh, teacher said, "Hey, this ain't one of them classes you can pass just doing it the day the assignments due." I said, "Oh yeah, John is accepted," and I did that shit every day that it was due. And I got an A in the class. I did not change my nature. So much so that the next class, my asshole, was in my chest when I realized that that was the class that I could not do when the date said it was due. A lot of the times, when you deal with nihilistic villains... Nothing really matters. You become fucking Owl Man, and yeah. who's Owl Man, might you ask? Well, Owl Man comes from a story in the DC Comics called Justice League Crisis on Two Earths. Now, in this story, you got the regular Justice League. You got you know your Batman, your Superman, Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter. You know what I'm saying? But this story tells the story of an alternate Earth to them ruled by a crime syndicate where your favorite fucking heroes, them niggas are different villain type niggas. And the equivalent of Batman is this nihilistic ass fucking billionaire tech genius ass nigga named Alman who don't give a fuck about nothing. Now, they have an animated movie, and in the animated movie, you know what this nigga does in the animated movie? This nigga, Al, man, says, yo, every time we make a choice, that creates an alternate universe, and then that choice makes another choice. So, really, because we just make a choice, no choice really matters because there's going to be a world where the opposite choice was made. This nigga goes... I'm going to make the decision. I'm going to go to Earth Prime. I'm going to detonate a fucking bomb. And I'm going to destroy everything. What's up with these nihilistic niggas wanting to destroy everything? Says that's the only choice that matters. So, yeah. Fast forward, you get to, you know what I'm saying, very climactic point of the movie. This nigga Batman fighting Owl Man. And when I tell you al Man is putting the Babibskis on that nigga, he's putting the Babibskis on that nigga. He's putting paws, hands, feet. He's putting all type of shit on him. This nigga Batman, hey, Batman is fucking Batman, nigga. Could give a fuck what any of you gotta say about my nigga Bruce Wayne. Batman is fucking Batman. Batman, uh, nigga, let me uh let me turn this. Turn the tables on you nigga. Scada da. da, da scada da, da. Put his, he put that nigga in a in a in a vicious cycle. Uh, hit that nigga with the last hurrah. And then the nigga said, the nigga said, we both looked in the abyss. But when it looked back, you blinked. And then got daddyed on his ass. He got little on his ass. Sent his ass to another earth. That nigga blew up by his lonesome. No bitches. No friends. This nigga died. A lonely, miserable fuck. Y'all might be like, yo, what the fuck did that story have to do with anything? Nigga just told us some more shit about nihilism. I am telling you niggas that, A. If you think nothing's matters, you're gonna fucking die a horrible existence. It's no other choice than that. If you think nothing matters, you will die. And niggas will probably like, it'll take them two weeks to find the smell. Change in nature. Those two stories are for... The strategic purpose of... AO. you could fall victim... To your... Have you ever heard the phrase... Those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. Meaning that we are the fucking sum of our choices. In this specific episode, man, I... I've also been on a journey of like learning about myself as a black man and seeing other black men go on that same goddamn journey, and I'm trying to encourage them. That's what this episode is for. No offense to anybody the fuck else out there, but this episode is strategically for black men. I hope that a black man hears this and they see... A little more value in themselves. A little more worth in themselves. They learned that you can reinvent the wheel, nigga. I'm I'm 32. Right? Ageism within the black community is a crazy ass thing. Because in some aspects, like, to somebody, I'm fucking someone's granddad. I'm like, a nigga think I'm the age of a nigga's granddad. So I'm like a, a little kid who's five is probably looking at me like, yo, you, you fucking, you knew Harriet Tubman? For real? You knew, you knew Harriet? You knew Martin? Man, you probably had a dinosaur type shit. And I'm looking at some niggas like, yo, you are fucking. Yo, my nigga, you're a thousand years. You're one thousand years old. One thousand years old. But you know what I realized, bro? As black men, g, it's okay to be hopeful. It's okay to have expectations. It's okay to want better for yourself. It's okay to see yourself in a higher light. You know, a couple pages that really got me through fucking last year. One of them is called Affirmations for Black Men. The other one is called, it's a podcast called Express Yourself Black Man. And then me discovering every nigga deserves. Every nigga deserves. Oh my goodness. Like, sometimes, it's hard to do the work because the road seems long. But, in the words of the great fucking Aunt May, from the Spider-Man 2 video game, oh my God. Pardon that, bitch. This nigga Peter, this a young Peter, too. This is when he first becomes Spider-Man. It's a flashback scene. The nigga listening to, I think it might be J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson was shitting on that nigga for a minute. So, J. Jonah Jameson shitting on this nigga. The nigga gets upset. Nigga, Uyada! punches a hole in the motherfucking wall. Aunt May come upstairs. She like, yo, what the? F- What's going on? He tried to cover the hole and shit. She tell his ass a story about how she tried to take on too much at once. Then she tells him, balance is a process, not a destination. A lot of this shit for us is a process. It took me years to firmly set boundaries, to stand on my mother for, hey man, no, I'm not doing that. No, I'm good. Hey, I'd appreciate it if you don't say that. So on and so forth. It took me years to learn all these things. It took me years to be like, well, no, I don't think I should just do for you. I would like to feel respected and appreciated in return. Sounds crazy when you're conditioned to just do shit, and as black men, that's a, a lot of that shit is we're conditioned to do shit, and that's how we get the reward. It's hey, nigga, put this work in, then you get this reward, and then that's the that's the end of it. That's the net net of that shit. But in that. Sometimes we don't feel like we deserve shit If we ain't did shit And in some cases Yeah I get it You wanna put the work in for the shit you deserve For the shit you need I wholeheartedly get it we Will never fucking refute that None of that shit But what I'm saying is that Sometimes we don't need to earn everything Sometimes You can just get good shit from being a good person. Having good character. Standing on your motherfucking word. Not being a pushover. Being assertive when you need to be. Not stepping on nobody's toes. Uplifting the next man. See, a lot of the times, we go out in this world And we know how cruel and how rude and how fucking vicious and evil and conniving the world can be. So because of that, we're always on defense. Then on top of that, we can shit on a lot. For sure, for sure. So we're on defense because of that too. But, something that I've been doing recently is shit. I've been paying it forward. It was a nigga... I went to Chicago recently for comedy show. And after I leave the comedy show, you know, I'm just I'm headed back to the to, to my hotel and I'm like, man, I just wanna I gotta do homework. I really wanna sip on some shit. But nigga, I'm in fucking there's not I'm I'm smack dab in the center of some shit. I'm like, yo, there's unless I want to go to a bar, I don't there's not a liquor store close. Mm, there was a fucking circle K built into a building. I said, We're fucking up. I go in there, bitch. I said, Hey yo, bro, what uh what time y'all stop selling liquor? He said, Hey man, look, here's the thing. If you got cash, I got you. I said, brother. Do I? Got me a little nightcap. Some modelos. Talked in got real specific. You know what I'm saying? But if we rewind that. Earlier at the show. It was a black dude serving drinks behind the bar. You know first set of drinks a nigga got. I said yo you niggas. Taxation. It's taxation without any type of representation. It's fucking... It's a recession, my nigga. I should have brought her. I should have smuggled a bottle. My nigga, god damn. So... Couple minutes, you know what I'm saying? We, we get situated and shit. You know, the first couple people going up and shit. I'm like, I need another drink. Go back to the, you dig. And I'm like, hey, bro, um... I'm trying to get another drink, bro. But realistically, bro, you yeah, look at this shit, bro. This shit hitting niggas over the head. He's like, "Hey, bro, look here's the thing, bro. Just give me your card, and I got you." I said, "I, I'm like, here you go, bro. I can stop payment on anything. So here you go." I get my notification. That just say six dollars. That nigga handed me two of the healthiest cups of liquor I saw, my nigga. My nigga. Sorry for doubting you, my nigga. All last year, bro, when I was going through shit, and when I say going through shit, I don't mean anything, like, major. Major. As far as like no suicidal ideations, although I've had those before, most black men have suicidal ideations. Um, so if you're a woman listening to this, sorry to break that down to you. Sorry to break that to you. Don't mean we're gonna act on it, but hey, we have them. we like, hey, man, what the fuck? Like, hey, man, I think you driving and she like, man, damn, boy. If I just hit the bridge at this angle, boy, I can fucking duke some hazard that bitch, Kata. But no, look, look, but saner has prevailed. But to the men whom it consumes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry to Sorry you couldn't fight a little longer. That should have said. I need a moment after that. one. Shit. But. To get back into the flow of things. To have a feeling of nihilism. To not want to. Change your nature. Of course you're going to have the same pitfalls. Of course you're going to have the same terrible shit happening to you. Of course, your circumstance will stay the same because you have not changed a variable. The one changeable variable in your life is you. Like, sometimes I'll be wanting to look at some black men, and I don't know if any if niggas have ever seen X Men Days of Future Past. And there's this fucking scene where this nigga Wolverine goes back. And the nigga meets young Charles. And the nigga Wolverine see how broken this nigga is. And this nigga's walking. He's, how the fuck are you walking? How the fuck are you walking? Nigga was doped up. Up. Professor X was fucking Professor X Pill. That nigga was off 52 X Gene Beans. That nigga was time for the percolator. Do, do, do. Time for the percolator. Do, 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 do. That nigga was doped up. Broken as fuck. So you get to this climax of the movie and the nigga. Wolverine go, hey, nigga, look into my shit, bro. I need you to fucking look into my motherfucking brain. Pause, because that look into my shit was crazy. But look into my motherfucking brain. That nigga started looking at that shit. That nigga said, bro, your shit, god damn. Nigga, you went through some shit. Wolverine, hey, nigga, don't... I'm not talking about me, nigga. Look past that. Look further past that. And it gets to the point where... You get this scene where it's old Professor X talking to young Professor X. And Professor X says to this nigga. I need you to hope again. I say, God damn. I said, nigga, I need you to hope again. That's your motherfucking power, nigga. You You could bear the weight of this shit without breaking. As long as your ass got hope. And that's the point that I'm trying to make with this protagonist shit, bro. And in every fucking story, there is a hero's journey if there is a protagonist. There's this fucking outer fucking journey, this outer conquest, this outer tangible thing that you're seeking and on the road to seeking it, you have the greatest inner journey and you learn things about yourself and it's scary. I don't want that shit scary at first scary learning things you don't like. Then learning that you got to change them. Scary seeing like. Happy shit. Being hopeful. Because you think a nigga going to Charlie Brown pull the football on you. You think somebody going to pull the rug from under you. Get it. If any nigga get it. Oh I get it. But after a year of, boy, oh, boy, man, oh, man, I just want niggas to know, like, yo, I believe in us. I fucking believe in us. I believe in you, black man. Young black boy, I believe in you, too. I believe in you most of all, because in this life, you can either be stagnant, you can be a hermit, you can be a builder or a destroyer, and in order to fully reap the benefits of your life, you have to actively pour into it. Not only do you have to actively pour into it, nigga, knowing yourself and being okay with yourself, loving the person that you are, nigga, it's okay to love yourself. To the niggas who don't celebrate their birthday, nigga, start. It's some nigga's man birthday, just a whole nother day. Fuck all that, nigga. My birthday is the day God said, he, yo. I'm dropping y'all off one of the realest ones. Do right by this, nigga. And we celebrated. Because that's how I feel. i I gave a lot of my homies They flowers last year. It was long text all the way around. Me tell them niggas, hey man, I love you. I love you, nigga. I love the fuck out of you. You know what I'm saying? random shout out to my nigga cal man another brother who i mean, i don't even think he even realized that nigga Pfft. boy he was nigga it was days i'm tired as fuck i'm i gotta be at work for another 45 to an hour my nigga cal just sitting there in the office we chilling we chopping it up sightful conversation funny ass conversation Nigga put me on all type of shit. This nigga put me on the motherfucking sugar free Instagram, nigga. That's probably one of the funniest, greatest Instagrams I've ever come across. It matters who you put in your life. My homie Fabe, shout out to my homie Fabe, man. Got to celebrate it. his daughter's birthday. Got to chop it up with him. This nigga's is a ma- amazing father. You know what I'm saying? His wife stays looking out. Every time they give me an invite, that shit feel like I'm getting some Ivy Park from Beyonce. That shit feels amazing, nigga. It's the community. Building community, building these lifelong relationships while working on yourself, that helps you too. What do you want your friend group to look like? What do you want your neighborhood to look like? What do you want your job to look like? A few years ago, nigga, I never thought I could do videography and all this other shit, nigga. Now I'm editing shit. I know what the fuck a Ripple tool does. I know a lot of shit, nigga. I've edited. I know how to edit audio from Premiere Pro in fucking Adobe Audition. That shit is foreign to some niggas. They like, Yo, what the fuck you talk about, nigga? Auditioning, nigga? You don't sing. I I get it, bro. I get it. I don't sing. I don't sing. But it's always crazy until it happens. So, yeah, man. I'm going to leave y'all on that note, man. Let me hit y'all with a Saha scripture and get the fuck on up out of here, man. Saha scripture for today is... Actively learn and try to write your own story. Perception is how others think of you. Reality is what it is. Do the shit that brings perception to reality. Make the line in the middle as blurry as possible. Because, hey, I would love motherfuckers to perceive me as the realest nigga alive. But boy, oh boy, if I could make it a reality to be the realest nigga alive, I'd be the realest nigga alive. It's been a wise word from a stubborn man. I'll let y'all know the next one.